Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. G'day, this is Paddy and Rob Palmer. This is our podcast for Monday, the 6th of March. We had our weekend whinge earlier on this morning. Mm. Oh, did we have some whinges? Well, there were plenty of opportunities to have a whinge about stuff on the weekend, especially given the footy. Oh, look, is it wrong to watch eight, game of footy, eight games of footy on the weekend? No. No. Thank you, Robert. I might have even surpassed eight. <laughs> I was watching two codes. <laughs> See, I was watching a movie, but then had my laptop or iPad, <laughs> yeah. and I was watching the footy at the same time. Who, what's wrong with that? Gwen came home. I had four mates over. Yeah. We were watching the league, and then we switched from the league straight into the union, then from the union straight back into the Just league. She said, when is this going to end? <laughs> well, never. We've got another 26 rounds. There goes the Dolphins. As well as that, uh, David Farmer, our CEO from the council, joined us talking about the car park sale at Woi Woi. What's the latest there? There's been a bit of a backflip. And as well as that, oh, Grace and Wendy joined us. Grace Knight, Wendy Matthews. Yeah, for Rocket the Races, a bit of a preview. Those two are off the charts. <laughs> they Pretty wild, aren't they? Really great ladies. And Bunnings have got a new commercial out. Hit today. So let's have a listen to it coming up pretty soon on our podcast. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Yeah, good morning, Central Coast. Welcome to Monday. And we started a couple of weeks ago. It was the weekend wins. Your chance to give us a call. You've got 30 seconds uh, to give us a buzz. One, two, three, five, three. About your weekend whinge. Yeah. Get it off your chest. Okay, I've got 30 seconds for you, mate. Go. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, okay, go. Okay. Oh, the government, I don't like the sigh. The government has dead set, stolen two and a half to five years off me, I reckon. I'm going to die early because they've taken Fias Binchelin off the PBS as of April 1. It's a new, improved, magnificent insulin that gives me better control, means I'm not going to go blind, get kidney failure, well, less likely to. Yeah. And I've had enough. I want to get someone from the government to tell me why they've decided to save money at the cost of years off lives of type 1 diabetics. Okay, fair enough. That's it. Wrapped Good. Up. Good boy. Yeah, Thank okay. you. One, two, three, five, three. Can I have a win? It's about my missus. Right? Oh, here we go. No, no. You but need what more happened? than 30 seconds. No, because what happened on Friday night, I went to ELC, Erin Leagues Club, got home. I thought, oh, the filter's still on. This is when I walked in. Hey, babe. Filter for what? The pool. Oh. And so I had to race down, turn off the filter because it's not on a timer. And then anyway, I came home, came upstairs, then turned on the footy because who was playing? The, the oh, old conquering. This doesn't sound like a win. Panther. <laughs> Panther slaying Broncos. And yeah, anyway, get on with what happened? And then, so we we then she out of time. Sorry, come another thirty. You seconds. went you went to turn the filter off and then went straight and put the footy on. I'd have been cross with you. What for? Anyway, <laughs> she's cranky that I didn't. Had she been at the club with you? No, no. Oh, you... oh all right. Oh. I've worked it out now. What is she? An ornament in the house? <laughs> One triple three five three. We are doing Diabolical. your weekend whinge about anything. Could be your neighbour. Could be your partner. G'day, Robbie from Carry On. Yes, hello, boys. How are you? Okay, the weekend whinge, mate. You've got 30 seconds. Your time starts now. Get it off your chest, buddy. Uh, well, I'd like the whinge about uh, all the phone calls I received yesterday with the Dolphins getting up and beating the Roosters. <laughs> you, you were actually one of them, Gerard. Oh. Not very not very happy. Not happy, Jan. So... I'll have to uh, obviously have a lottery ticket with me uh, come up against your, your little girl, Broncos. <laughs> I, I listen, by, hey, by the way, mate, if you missed the score from yesterday. Oh, oh. your mental upset. 
the Dolphins of Redcliffe have won their first game. Oh, I, I, I seriously think that the NRL has a conspiracy going on here. Yeah. <laughs> just hey, just hang up on him, Rob, before 30, he starts. Your 30 seconds is up. <laughs> uh, goodbye, Gerard. <laughs> Forever. We've got Benny from Bluehaven. G'day, Benny. Ben. Hey, boys. Hey, boys. How's going? Oh, All right. 30 geez, seconds. You don't okay. sound good. 30 second wins. Here we go. Time starts now. All right. We'll drive all the way to Brisbane because, seriously, how hard could it be to beat the uh, NRL team that's just coming to the competition? Going up there. Firstly, they sat me in front of Wayne Bennett, for starters, at the ground. Right? Watch the Roosters lose to the Dolphins. Yeah. We had to evacuate quickly because the ground was flooding with my tears. <laughs> and then um, the, the text messages I was copying after the game, so many messages. Oh, Relentless. Oh, oh, the wind is that up. must feel better. Get it off You've your chest. You've only got 30 seconds. Get it off Brent, your chest. Brett from Mariner. 30 seconds. Time starts now. Yeah. Yeah. Morning, fellas. Time starts now, Brett. Oh. Get the whinge. Yeah, up in the backyard, I go up to check my veggies there in my veggie patch, and um, a possum's been getting in there and knocking off all my ripe tomatoes and knocking off all my big green green capsicums. And then I chopped down trees and bushes and put them out the front for the council to pick them up, and they said, we'll pick them up in four weeks' time. (laughs) (laughs) All you've done is whinge today. Those possums. (laughs) Okay, mate. And you can't touch the things. Oh, what a whinge. What a whinge. Time's That's the worst. You always go out to get your veggies a day late, don't you? Yeah. You go, I'm going to get them, them tomorrow, and then some <laughs> possum goes, no, I'll have them tonight. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Have you got the swear on on? Oh, Just hang on. Oh, I'm hang about, on. I'm about to give one oh, two to the government. Oh, truly. Hang on, mate. Just bear with me. I'll Those just. I've got to fill bags. it up. I've got. Oh, to, do they care? <laughs> just, Jeez. Like, get, get hang it on. on hang get on. It on. Hang on. And just bear with it. Hang on. Just test it. Okay. Um, I think they are. It's working. It's... Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Right. Okay. Right. Good. Now, what happens? Sit down. So, right. What Insulin, right? Because I have type 1 diabetes, so I, I take insulin every day to survive, right? And without yeah. insulin, you've got thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people who would be dead within a week, yeah. right, if you don't have it. It's, it's a miracle uh, protein that's been recognized way back in the early 1900s and was developed over time to be administered to people with type 1 diabetes to keep them alive. Yep. You make it naturally. And anyone without type 1 diabetes makes it naturally, but my body kills the cells that produce it, so I don't make any. So what they do is they make insulin. When I first got diagnosed, I was using the insulin from a pig to keep me alive, and then they Good morning, babe. (laughs) (laughs) That's where the movie came from. We were very good friends. (laughs) (laughs) La, la, la! So then, then they moved on to synthetic insulins, and the yeah. government has been subsidising the um, the supply of insulin through the PBS system. The yeah. PBS, obviously, you know what Public. that does, right? Yeah, pharm- pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical benefits benefit scheme. scheme. Yeah. So it makes drugs affordable for people that otherwise couldn't afford them, and you know, we've, so bloody dear. We've seen this with the tri CAFTA uh, and the, the drugs for um, all sorts of different yeah. diseases that would have people, you know, dead without it. So insulin's affordable for everyone. Mm. And now what they've done, they've taken the newest insulin that they've devised. They've got this new insulin that works faster. It's got two additives in it, like a, a B additive. Have you used a, the new one, buddy? Yeah, I've been using it for the last, oh, probably two years. And it's pretty good. Because it's amazing. It gives yeah. you blood glucose control, much yeah. better glucose control than what you'd have. Yeah. Poor glucose control leads to 
things like gangrene, ki- kidney failure, retinopathy and blindness, all this stuff that is, is a reality for you in the future. And your lifespan is reduced because it's just as a type and, 1 diabetes, and, you, you live 10 years younger than people. And at the moment, it's affordable. And at the moment, this insulin that has far greater uh, accuracy, speed of use, and longevity yeah. in your system is available and supported by the PBS. And now, as of April 1, the government have decided, this is from Novo Nordis, the people that make it, they said that the health minister, Mark Butler's office, said the government was working with Novo Nordisk uh, ahead of exclusion from April 1 due to government price cuts. So they just want to save some money. And they're so, gonna, they're so gonna what's take, it going from? Well, they'll take, I don't know, two to five years off my life. But, but what's it going, like, what's the price? It'll go like, from, what for, are you paying for the, the average moment? person, yeah. it'll go from, say, $10 a month yeah. to $400 a month. You're joking. It depends. Everyone's individual. It yeah, depends, it depends how, how much, much you they use. use and all that sort of stuff. Right? But so it's, it could be. It's astronomically more expensive. And you, it's not affordable. I will stop using it and I'll have to use the other synthetic insulins that are available and still support mm. on the PBS. But not as good. But they're not as good. So why, why would you Why that? would you say to everyone in Australia, we're going to remove the MBN because it's a bit expensive yeah. and we're going to get everyone to go back to dial-up? That's what they're doing. Yeah. Who's the Who's the health minister, health minister? What's his name? Mark Butler. Oh, we'll give him a I'm call. I'm going to give that. Hey, uh, hey, hey, he's up speed. Peace of my mind. <laughs> yeah, we'll try and get him anyway. on. Yeah, and I know. Look, this is. I'm saying this because it's personal to me. But no, it's but also, there's a lot of people that we speak well, to too. Who, thousands um, upon thousands of other people need yeah. this, and when they start, you know what it's like. You yeah. put a tax on, and you yeah. just keep taxing. Yes, hey? yes. Some people so, shouldn't think of this when so, they try to no, think of it, increasing. So a I just, I'm, tax. I'm concerned they're going to start doing this to many things on the PBS, and all of a sudden, people who the government consider a bit too expensive will yeah. suffer. All right, we'll we'll try and get on to it. What's the health minister's name again? Mark Butler. <laughs> yeah, we'll try and get on to him. Butler. Paddy <laughs> and Rob Palmer, the podcast. On Friday, we spoke mm. about the Peninsula Chamber of Commerce, right? Yeah. They slammed the Central Coast Council because for the determining to sell a commuter car park and its share of a shopper car park at Woi Woi to the proposed new owner of Deepwater Plaza without any community consultation. We spoke with Liesl Tesh, our state member for Gosford on Friday. This is what she had to say. Oh, very ordinary indeed. So disappointing, completely out of the blue. As Matt Wales said, no community consultation whatsoever. But just the thought of selling something that belongs to the people, an essential car park in the middle of a town. It's a shopping centre car park. It's a commuter car park. It's just a local town car park as well. Well, there's been a partial backflip. To find out more, we have got... The CEO of the council, David Farmer, with us this morning. David, good morning, hey, mate. David. Good morning, fellas. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Monday morning. Did your team win on the weekend? Uh, the Dragons. Uh, oh, they didn't play. Didn't play. Undefeated didn't know. they are. Undefeated. Yeah, undefeated this I stage. Like that, Til- are they playing the Broncos this weekend? I'm not sure. Oh, I, oh. I just know that they're like, unlikely to win. Is there right. an even number of teams or something? Yeah, 17, because the... Came in Because the Dolphins won. Hey, mate, what's the partial backflip? Oh, look, we're just going to put this thing on hold. Um, I think what we need to make clear is that uh, the commuter car park is leased to the state government, to, to the railways for 42 years, so nothing will change, uh, whoever we sell it to. Um, but we're just going to put it on hold, have some community consultation, let the heat go out of it. We get an election on, and obviously some people are keen to uh, to make some noise about this situation, but we go forward um, and, and talk to the community, explain what we're, exactly what's going on, um, 
and, and then see see how it lands. So just making it more transparent. So if even if you were to sell the car park, it, it, they still its use can't change for forty-two years. But then that's well, when things can go a bit awry. Yeah, except that uh, the state government's got what they call resumption powers, so, that, so they can buy it if they want it. And you know, we'd we'd be very keen um, if the state government wanted to take it off our hand. We only own one commuter car park. Of all the railway stations on the coast, uh, the commuter car parks are owned by the state government. But in this particular case. We actually own the land that it's on. The state government built the car park and then got uh, a 50-year lease uh, and then had it extended when they did some further improvements. Um, so, you know, w- we um, have to pay the costs of maintenance and depreciating that asset. Uh, we're keen, if we can, uh, to not own that uh, and use those funds for other things. There's plenty of people, things the community wants. I get letters every day about the standard people's roads. They want their park upgraded, but, you know, all those sorts of things. And that's money that we could use in those areas rather than providing a service that the state normally provides. David, is that car park, do they charge for that commuter car park, uh, commuter car park in Blackwell Road? No. They don't. But if, if it's so sold, it's... just say if it's sold to, say, some of the new owner of Deepwater Plaza, could they then impose uh, fees uh, to park there? No. The, 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 well, it's under control of the Transport for New South Wales. So right. whatever Transport for New South Wales want to do over the next 42 years is... Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So at this point, it's it's basically more cost to the council than it's worth. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. And, and we, you know, we need to stick to the knitting. We need to do the things that, you know, are our core service things. You know, pools, libraries, parks, roads, drains, uh, you know, some natural areas, looking after the environment, patrolling the beaches, and, and not getting into the spaces where other areas um, of government uh, manage. So, you know, it, it's it's... Essentially, that simple. There's two hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year that cost to hold that asset, um, and if uh, the, the state want to take it off us, uh, we'd be very happy to talk to them as well. Um, the the owner of the shopping centre or the new owner of the shopping centre, obviously, long term interested in making sure that whole um, car parking asset stays as one. So they're interested as well, but. You know, ideally, we just don't want to be in in that space. Okay, so basically, they're going to pause negotiations, and even if they do sell, nothing's going to happen until two thousand sixty-five. Well, just let the state government run everything rather than everything but one. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole idea of it. Right. Okay. Clear it up. That's all we wanted. That's David Farmer. Good on you, David. And I, I, I would love to know. I'm sure St George take on the Broncos this weekend. Oh, well, um, <laughs> just, just, I'm just going to have a look because I want to have a wager with you. If, <laughs> if that you can happens. hang up at any time you like, David. He's, he's a punished when the Broncos get one game in under their belt. Did and... you watch that game, David? Yes, I did, and um, they did very, very well. Thank you. Oh, oh there they you go. absolutely. Smashed them. Said. And, and the Bronx would have won on the same weekend. Yeah, the, well, you know what? You guys have got the Titans. Oh, you'll win. Okay. Yeah, well, they won as well. So. Yeah, 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 every, yeah sure. every Queensland team won. That's, what, that's the problem I'm having here this morning, working with a Queenslander. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. A mother of a newborn baby has been left horrified and heartbroken after a shocking discovery of the, about the behaviour of a once trusted babysitter. The 28-year-old mother, she works five days a week, had to get no family around, so she got the babysitter, a 32-year-old fellow mum. Yeah. First two months, smooth, no problem. Uh, then the boy, the baby boy, six months old, the mum started to notice something's off. He started refusing to latch onto her breast to feed. And then, like, and then it would, to the point where the baby would get annoyed if she persisted, right? Yeah. And she thought, oh, that's no good. So she decided to switch to formula. 
and then realized after switching to formula that the baby was chewing through far more formula when with her than ever was with the babysitter. She went, hang on. Something's not right here. That, something's not right here. Mother's intuition. She confronted the babysitter, said, yeah, okay, no problem. Anyway, she set up a GoPro to film the lounge room to see what was going on with the baby during the day. Turns out the mother, the babysitter, was breastfeeding her child. That's weird. Because the mother was a mo- and, and mother. But it was on, she did it on principle. She reckoned that the, the babysitter was should be saying, getting, no, be your mother. Instead of, um... No, no, no. But the mother was trying to do breast milk, but the mother was at work five days a week. So the oh, babysitter right. so on principle said, sorry, mother. this baby needs, uh, oh, needs its weird. mother around and started, she's filmed this baby and then saw the, the babysitter talking to the baby as though she was the mother. Going, say oh, mama, say oh, mama oh, after oh, breastfeeding the baby. That's and it's like it's like you've taken movie. my baby. I know. Oh, the that's horror. Weird. I tell you, what about our babysitter? Oh, I I hope she's not listening. Anyway, this is when Callum was little. Yeah. We went out for the first time. We were renovating at home when we got home, because we had pot um paint pots and everything everywhere, you know, paint cans and all that sort of stuff. And Cal he was only a little fella, about oh, eighteen months. He tripped over, split his head. And as we came came home, they were wiping the cut with a chucks cloth Who? from the the babysitter was <laughs> from the from, from the, the sink. sink. Go on. Anyway, you, you're bleeding, kid, yeah. and they go, "Hey, should be right." <laughs> Spit right. on a rag. <laughs> That's all right. That should be right. <laughs> like Dad used to do. Hold still, oh, hang on, you got something in your eyes. Anyway. Oh, that's wrong. Oh God, what did your babysitter do? One triple three five three. But to stop that. Male birth control could soon be available within a decade. As scientists claim trials, I wouldn't like to take part in a trial like this to see if a birth control pill works. You're not having any more, are you? No, I'm just saying you still wouldn't want to do it. Whatever, just... But it's a contraceptive that's targeted men, could hit shells in less than a decade. And rather than a pill, it's a gel that men rub onto their upper body once a day. And so that, you know, women can... Oh, he's just doing simulating rubbing gel on his man cans. No, and just that's how you do it, wouldn't it? So, and that's what you do. You rub it onto your shoulders, chest, and upper arms once a day. Yeah. And, like sunscreen. And uh, rather, yeah, that's exactly right. And within weeks, users' sperm count plummets, and once levels are low enough, it can work as a couple's only form of birth control. Now, results oh, will be available in two years. If if we were still, what if what if it started to. Then you get a pill that goes, <laughs> but if we were still cursed and I procreating, she'd have me rubbing that all over my body. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Rock at the races. It's happening Saturday week, 18th of March at the Entertainment Grounds in Gosford. This is going to be absolutely superb. Absolutely it will be. And we- it's a different sort of hot because of the lineup. Yeah, got Daryl Braithwaite. We've got Dragon, Russell Morris, Richard Clapton. But we've got the two girls with us this morning who will be performing from Eurogliders. We say good morning to Grace Knight. Morning, Gracie. Grace. Morning, Paddy. Morning, Rob. How are you? Very well, thank you. I've 
cursing you a bit because you got me up so early. Oh, it's not fair, is it? I'm oh, sorry about that, Gracie. <laughs> well, you know what us chicks are like, you know, late night. <laughs> well, this is radio. <laughs> and, and also... You can, ima- you can imagine the jiggery-pokery Wendy and I get up to left to our own devices. <laughs> oh, please. Okay. With, as well as Grace Knight, we're speaking to this lady... Wendy Matthews as well. Good morning, Wendy. Wendy. How are you, darling? Good, thank you. It is so good to see you both. I'm looking forward to your shenanigans on stage. Yeah, it'll be a fantastic day. (laughs) It's absolutely superb, isn't it? Australian music at its best. Yeah, we think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can't disagree we with you. We have to think so. <laughs> hey, Grace, I want to ask you from the Eurogloders, when that film clip was done, We Will Together, back in the oh. 80s, it oh, was right. very provocative for the time, wasn't it? Wasn't it ever? Oh, yes. <laughs> Are you so bringing it's... some of that provocative <laughs> performance with you when you come to Rock of the Races? But not with Bernie. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's that's all finished, isn't it? That's yeah, that that's all done and dusted. It's, We're just mates now. Yeah, because you're sort of like it made it like doing the do. You like when they um, uh, you, you know, with the film clip with the up and down motion of that little whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing is, is um, what you don't realise is uh, watching that video clip. We had actually just split up with each other. And our wedding had our wedding, our um, marriage had just completely crumbled, but we had to continue and do the video clips. So we we were hating on each other while all oh, that was going. Oh, and that is awkward. I look at that now, and I'm there, desperate, like just in love. You two. Going, oh, good. Oh, you bluffed know, everyone. That's no. what you call acting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and what made it even worse was when uh, Wendy, um, Bernie's, Bernie's new girlfriend, was standing in the doorway watching this being filmed, <laughs> which made me very uncomfortable. And, it made um, everyone uncomfortable, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially Not only you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was Bernie's... Um, Speedos that made everyone really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he had three legs, the man. <laughs> <laughs> the buggy smuggler's fight. Got canned in America. Oh, did it really? Now, Wendy, what about when you were doing, speaking about all the film clips and that that you did uh, over, the t- over the time, was anything interesting like that? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, not quite in that category, no. <laughs> no, that's all I can say. No, no. Hey, hey, Wendy, and I know you've been done. You've done a lot on TV as well because Rob Palmer, who I work with, uh, Dancing with the Stars, oh, stop it. champion of two thousand and ten. He's wanting. Uh-huh. He's wanting to get back on the screen. Uh, any tips? Because you've done a lot of TV. You've done a huge amount of TV as well. Oh, I, I don't know about huge amount, but I was part of a series for a few years there, and yeah, bits and pieces here and there. Yeah, so they never asked you to do Dancing with the Stars, then? <laughs> yes, they did. Oh, tell me about that. I, I, it's just ballroom dancing is just not my thing. Oh, when? Come <laughs> on, you could have learned so much there. I probably could have. I took ballet from four to fifteen, but that's a whole different. I'd ball game. love to do Dancing with the Stars. Would you? Well, oh, there you go. I go reckon it'd be great. so much 
<laughs> but mostly because I I can't dance. <laughs> but geez, you can sing. When, when did, did you you went quite well in Dancing with the Stars? Did you get to the grand final? I didn't do Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> no, she said you didn't do it. I thought you said you, no, 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 Wendy. She... I thought Wendy said you did it. <laughs> no, they asked her to do it. Oh, I thought you said you did Dancing with the Stars. No, no, I didn't. I did something called It Takes Two, which is. Um, we take sort of an actor and, and somebody who's not a singer and we coach them into singing and they do a big song every week, etc. I it saw it takes two. I saw that. I actually auditioned for that. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> there was no way they were going to let me on board. <laughs> Gracie, did you ever want to do It Takes Two? <laughs> uh, well, I do It Takes Two every time Wendy and I get on stage. easy. <laughs> 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 They're going to erupt. Now, you girls in the line, do you know in your lineup, are you in early or are you going to have uh, later on in the show and you go, you've had a few beers and drinks in the green room? A bit of lubricant. They call it lubricant. <laughs> what? What? I don't know what you think we get up to backstage. Yeah, I know. I've seen a film clip. <laughs> oh, look, you know what? Please tell us a rumour because on we spoke to Daryl Braithwaite on Friday and he was telling us, you know, there were rumours that he was going to do uh, that duet with Harry Styles, which he did do. Yeah, at he Stadium. almost confirmed it with us on Friday, yeah. which yeah. we thought was a bit of a scoop. Yeah, but he also confirmed, we said, any of the others, because we were supposed to be speaking Rich, Rich, with Richard Clapton today, and he said, oh, Richard Clapton got him to swear on stage. So that's how he started swearing on stage. Um, <laughs> with any of the other lineup, Grace, you've got when uh, Mark Gable from the Choir Boys, he's a local boy, uh, Rich yeah. Clapton, Daz, Russell Loose Morris, Cannon. Finish, Loose Cannon. Any, any rumours on any of the other performers? Uh, you can let us know. Oh, I'd need time to um, think about that. Go go back into my old diary. Yeah, if you could, dig up some dirt. Real dirt. Yeah, if you could, <laughs> we give you some thinking music. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Wendy? Any goss on any of the other? I don't have any stories on anybody in this lineup. No, oh, well, that you can no. share on. Glenn Shark, I've got, I've got, I've got decades. Got of oh, have you? Okay, well, we've got decades. Decades. Heaps of time. Right. <laughs> He's going to be there as well. He's got a dossier on him. Uh, well, girls, we so look forward to seeing you both at Rocket the Races Entertainment Grounds on Saturday, the 18th of March, Saturday, uh, Saturday week. You can get your tickets at uh, Ticketmaster. If you want, That's where it. you Thank will. Thank you so much for manufacturing some morning enthusiasm for the radio show. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's going to be a great day. It's going to be. It's just yeah. going to be hit after hit after hit. So um, yeah. we're really, really looking forward to getting down and not only seeing our old mates from other bands, but seeing the audience down there. It's They're good. always always good in Gosford. Yeah, it's going to be sensational. They will go off to Wendy. see you two hard at it. Thank you very much yeah. for joining us. <laughs> Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, girls. Cheers. Take care. See you on that Saturday. And if you want to get to Rock at the Races featuring Grace and also Wendy, just to name a few, you can get it at Ticketmaster, ticketmaster.com.au. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. I've got a butler. Have you? I call it Steve. Okay. How's Steve going? Steve's doing all right. I've just instructed Steve to vacuum the kitchen and the living area. Of our house, because that always cops are hiding. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not an actual real butler. It's just a robot. But, like, these things are amazing. Paddy, you need to get one of these. Okay. I know you reckon that you, d- you can't work at your house because you've got too many oh, stairs. Different le- yeah, we've got a lot of stairs. <laughs> st- so poor Steve would go 
Steve doesn't go up and down stairs, and I'm looking at him now, and the poor guy's trying to get around all the chairs that I've left on does the ground. Steve, if stairs come up and say it goes downstairs, does Steve pull back, like where the stairs are? Yeah, was, yeah. No, he won't go off we'll, the stairs. We'll go off the no, stairs. he's not stupid. Yeah, just asking. Oh, that's, okay. like it's a one step to, <laughs> to the end. Steve looks after himself. So what's the si- size it's a rope. of St- Steve's guts? He's only a little disc. It's like uh, the size of a massive dinner plate. Yeah. But, like, I mean, that's what I mean, his belly. Uh, what can he hold when it comes to dust? Oh, well, he can hold, he could probably hold all the dust and dog hair that is on our floor after, yeah. say, two days. Yeah. And then you just empty him out. You can actually get emptying attachments for them. So they go back to the dock and charge. And while they're charging, <laughs> out comes the stuff. So, and then it goes off again. But I don't want a dock because I just, you know. No. No, I don't want all that mess in the house. No, but, Steve but Steve might is, want a partner. He's a robot vacuum. And you know this, mm-hmm. like they cost 800 bucks brand new yeah. for the vac. But if you think about what you pay for a top of the line stick vac, that's $1,500. Not from Aldi, you don't. No, well, not from Aldi on March 8, because this robot vacuum is going to sell for just 400 I was just saying that. Is it really? Half yes. price? It is. Is it half, the same brand? It's it's on the special. We're thrilled to be welcoming back Ecovacs to our special buyers aisle. It's the exact same one, the D-Bot. But see, I thought I bought, this was years ago, and I thought I was getting a Konica TV. You know how Konica um, do all the cameras and that, you know, like for taking stills? And I thought we were buying a Konica. But when I looked, I <laughs> I misread it was Konka. <laughs> well, that was. I was wondering why it was so you, cheap. It? You should have learned so, to read so when you spent four years at year three. It was it was five. Yeah. So how much has gone down to four hundred bucks? Well, oh, the D-Bot Neo it. is yeah. in Aldi March eight. The special buys drop, and it's only four hundred bucks. There you go. And it is now. I tell you what, it's done seven square meters of floor at my house in the last five minutes, and it's not going to stop until it's cleaned it. Good on you, Lickety Steve. split. Hey, are you affected by the electoral boundary changes here on the Central Coast for the upcoming state election? That is going to be covered by Scotty Leake. And then the Triple M Big Bang coming for Monday. Rob Palmer, the podcast. Triple M. What a thing about Bunnings, because they've launched a new and expanded pet offer. Next month, we'll see the biggest single category expansion by the hardware retailer in two decades as it makes a play for the fast-growing pet care and product sector. It's worth as much as $10 billion, a lot of cash. Yeah, it's a lot of money. I mean, there's there's a lot of money in everything. Yeah. You can't just say because there's a lot of money in it, we're going to start supplying it. What are they going to do? Sell computers next? Hey, they haven't thought about that. They haven't done that, have they? They do everything else. But we we have asked, how is it that stores, like, you know, okay, just say if you're a a nursery, can you one day just say, I'm going to sell hammers and drills today? Can you do that? I think you probably can. Okay. If you're a fish and chip shop, can you decide to sell power tools? Fish and chips and power, and power tools. tools. Hey. Oh, you know what I want? Oh, yeah. I want, I want some, uh, I want it battered. I want yeah. a battered fish and chips. Battered um, And a pack of. Four bucks worth of chips. <laughs> pack of clouts. <laughs> pack of clouts. And that nail gun yeah, over there. And that, yeah, the nail gun. Can they do that? Or like a chemist. Can they? Hey, you know what they haven't worked? Done pharmaceuticals. Um, Bunnings haven't done pharmaceuticals. Or shoes. Or shoes. <laughs> write that down, Rob. Shoes. Shoes. Write that down. Yeah, I'll write that down. Pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals and shoes. Anyway, they got this new commercial going. Thank you, Brandon, for singing this for us. They do bloody everything. Yeah, mate. Damn straight they do. You know where I'll be this weekend. I know. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> Down at my local. For sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm out in aisle three looking for some I could trade. Right next to Dulux Paints, but I'll be here forever. Doing up the bathroom, and since I saw the tiles, selling something for my poles. Yeah, even to dye your hair, I used to shop at Masters. Why did they shut it down? Right up there is plumbing. They'll be selling coffins soon, they do that though in Costco. Only in Sydney, you can get your kitchen so you can whip up your pastries. Cruising down aisle six, just need chlorine. Walking so slow, but just seen Dory. Man, I need some wall studs, even those nail guns. Now I wanna lay down, and I bought my sleeping bag. Say what up to aisle two, buy a cheap scanner. Sitting outside, even the sausage sang This place like a vortex, but they don't sell 4X. Tell by my attitude that I'm most definitely in. Hey, If you find a cheaper sausage sandwich, we'll beat it by 10%. If you're a vegan or gluten intolerant and you don't like the sausage sandwich, well, <laughs> bad luck. Paddy and Rob Palmer, the podcast. Subscribe now and you'll never miss an episode.